0: You are very welcome to the Global Sales Leader podcast. I'm your host, Jason Cooper. Every week I speak to some phenomenal guests from around the world in the area of Global Sales Leader, and we look at the air of coaching, psychology, technology, leadership and so much more. This week we're speaking to Adele Spraggan and we're talking about rewiring your brain for change, for a new way to think about yourselves and how to form a better, more productive neuro pattern in your brain to deal with something which is new and interesting. I, I'm always fascinated by behavior and behavior change, so I think you're going to learn loads from this podcast. Hello, good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. And wherever you are in this wide wonderful world that we live in, you are very welcome to the Global Sales Leader Podcast. Every week, I speak to some guests from around the globe, from each area of the sphere, and I call it a sphere, uh, in sales. But sales leadership, psychology, behavior, behavior economics, technology, artificial intelligence, all of those subjects and also about coaching and training, lots of different things that we talk about every week I'm the sales relationship coach, what does that mean? I help and develop others to be more impactful to their teams and to their clients. But inadvertently, the most important person to be in contact with in, the, in a relationship is yourself. You're the number one person. The more you understand you, the better that you can help others to get what they want. And that's all it's all about. So this week I'm speaking to Adele Spraggon. You are very welcome Adele. How are you doing?
1: I'm wonderful, Jason. Happy to be here.
0: Awesome. Uh, Adele is in Canada somewhere. Somewhere in Canada and it's snowing on the ground as it, as it does in Canada. Um so Adele is an award-winning author, a thought leader, international trainer and a fearless speaker. Find out a little bit more about that later. She's awarded 2020 Women of inspiration award and 21 recognizes top behavioral expert of the year. She talks to listeners on a journey of the unknown. What well, I'm intrigued by that. And that will have them question everything they believe and how their brain is shaping their solutions. I love everything about behavior, but how we use and utilize our brains. So Adele, how did you get into what you're doing now? What what were the incremental steps to say, hang on a minute, I'm a behavioural expert of, of of what you do? How did you get into it? Because I'm always curious to know.
1: Yeah, um, I've been in the behaviour change industry for over 30 years. So I've been studying human behaviour for I was a coach initially and I was coaching in one of the top leading industries in the coaching environment. And. Um, But the problem was, Jason, is no matter how hard I try, I couldn't follow my own advice. So I was trying everything that people had taught me. Think positive and do affirmations and, you know, control, use willpower, all of that stuff. But nothing really got me to my goals. I wanted my own business. I started three of them. I rapidly quit three of them one after another. It was in succession. Start, quit, start, quit. And I couldn't figure out why. So. Eventually, though, after I'd done so much personal development and professional development growth work, oh, hey, I yeah. thought to myself, it can't be me. That was, a th- that was the thing that went through my mind you know, eventually. I just said, there's no way. It can't be me. There's something off. There's something off with the way we've been taught to do personal and professional development. So I enrolled in university and I started out to study how does this human brain of ours work? what actually is going on behind the scenes, which is causing me to quit over and over again, despite my wanting to get to success. And sure Mm -hmm. enough, what I discovered is our brain is what I now call a pattern maker. It operates by way of making patterns. And so once I knew that, I understood fully why I was quitting. I understood I had a pattern in my brain for quitting. I wasn't choosing to quit. My pattern was just taking that action. And so that took me off in a different direction. I decided, okay, how do I change these patterns? And so working on myself and then eventually working with clients, I started to uncover this four-step technique that I now teach globally, which changes the underlying patterning of our brain. And once we know how our brain works, we can accomplish so much. I mean, incredible amounts, Jason, it's, it's miraculous. Mm-hmm what we can do when we know how our brain works and know how to use it effectively. So I've been teaching that for the last 12 years now. Um, I teach globally, like I said, and, and thousands and thousands of people are getting results, especially in the sales arena. I, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs who want to do sales, but are stuck mm-hmm. in selling. And um, once they understand how their brain works, sales is easy. The Sales is actually very, very easy. It's, it's conversation but we need to get out of our own way to have that conversation.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of it uh, in part is the stories we tell ourselves because we talk to ourselves in a way that is pretty unconstructive and the ways and the language that we choose to use, we wouldn't speak to anyone else like it. So some part of that is how do we change the language and the linguistics that we use So we can have a better conversation with ourselves in order for us to have a better conversation. I we know the brain is plastic Uh, and uh, if we can change the thoughts and the feelings behind that, but nothing's easy. So what's the what's the strategic approach that you have behind this?
1: Yeah. So what I teach is that um, thought is actually just along for the ride. So yeah. our mind is actually not in charge, at least not our conscious mind. We are taught that you ought to be able to, well, let's let's look at the operating instructions we're given and let's see the yeah. flaws in them. So you're you're taught that you have to do sales. So, so you go and you get sales training. And the sales trainer rightly tells you how to have a sales conversation, okay? And then you try and apply it. But you don't yet have the pattern in your brain, the neural pathway, we'll call it, in your brain to take the action that the trainer is telling you to take. So now what happens? Well, now you have a theory on how to do sales, but you don't mm-hmm. have any experience yet of how to do sales. Cool. So your mind starts to beat you up. And that's what you're talking about. It starts to yeah. impose that theory on you. And instead of gently supporting you in gaining the experience needed, it just starts imposing that in a critic and making you feel worse about yourself. Now, typically what people do is they run off and get more training thinking, okay, that's my answer. If I just learn more, I'll be able to do it. And the way the brain works, no, that's not true. You still don't have the pattern in your brain to effectively sell yet, okay? So that doesn't mean you can't learn it because Jason, like you're saying, your brain has plasticity. But until you know how to work your brain, you'll be forever chasing your own tail, right? Forever learning more trying to impose more, beating yourself up more when you can't do it and around in that vicious circle. And that's what I was in when I kept quitting. I was just in a vicious circle.
0: Yeah, and I think on top of that, uh, I think a lot of it can be down to discipline to But changing your thoughts and how you do it. And I do think before you go into the training, it's the mindset shift and how you think about your intrinsic values. Uh, I've looked at all of these areas and discussed with hundreds and hundreds of people about the mindset and the mindset shift. And I know you speak about that, uh, looking at your website and looking at other things, but it is how um, your intrinsic values, what things mean to you, what do you want to have if you do have these wonderful conversations with other people? But I also want to make sure that it's automatic, that we have an automatic calming conversation. But some of that does come down to experience, I believe. But you've got to practice as well. So how do you, would you just get into that area of maybe shortcutting that so we can have a better thought about how we can approach the cell in a more organic uh um what's the word i'm looking for yeah uh, let's say organic approach that you sounded sounding more natural
1: okay so you're actually asking two questions at the same time so i'm going to answer each of them So the first question is, how do I speak to myself more kindly in order to have a sales conversation? And, you know, how do I stop rejecting myself first or beating myself up or judging myself so that I can have an effective communication with somebody else? So let's address that first. So how do we know that our brain has formed a pattern? A brain has a neural pathway that is um, taking a particular action or holding mm-hmm. a particular belief. So here's how I like everybody to think of your brain. Think of it as an, as an iceberg. The top of the water is everything you do, everything you think, everything you believe, every behavior you adopt, we're going to put it up there. Below mm-hmm. the water is where your brain's patterns lie. So a brain pattern gives rise to an action, a behavior, a belief. Okay? Okay. If we're going to change that action, which is in this case, speaking unkindly to yourself, we need to address where it's originating, which is in the pattern in the brain. So we need to Mm -hmm. first identify what that pattern is. So I'm going to give you how to identify a pattern that is not working for you. A pattern is an intertwined physical sensation, emotion, and thought. When the three parts of our being comes together, it results in an action, okay? In this case, speaking unkindly. So when you're beating yourself up, instead of trying to change how you think, go under the water. How am I feeling right now? Where am I feeling that? What is my brain telling me? What's the belief inside the brain, right? Which is causing me to beat myself up. Then get my book, it's free on my website. So go get my book and there. You'll find a four-step technique which will gently remove that pattern from your brain, okay? We're gonna use a method of subtraction. We're gonna subtract that pattern and just drop it outside of you. <laughs> Once that pattern is subtracted, now you have your brain has an opportunity to, as, as Jason is saying, create a brand new pattern. That plasticity mm-hmm. now will come into your favor and your brain will create a new pattern. And because of what you've had all of that training that I was talking about before, your brain will now be able to use what it's learned to create a pattern that is effective for you so that you can have a sales conversation. Okay. Any questions about that, Jason, before I go on to the second part? Of what no, you... go on
0: to it because I'm thinking of okay. uh, different things. But no, go carry on. Carry on.
1: Okay. All right, so now you're asking, okay, so now I'm effectively speaking to myself, right? And I'm having kind thoughts within myself, because you've changed the pattern that was having nasty thoughts. Now, how do you have a sales conversation with somebody else? So here's the thing that we need to know about our brain. It has two hemispheres, a left hemisphere and a right hemisphere, as most people know. The left hemisphere is all about Um, we'll call, I'm going to, I'm going to really simplify this Jason. Okay. Just, just for a sales conversation. Your left hemisphere is all about transactions and market and logic. Okay.
0: That's like the neocortex in the brain.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it's like, um, um, it's all about what's in, what's in it for me. Let's call it that way. Right. Um, are you trying to manipulate me? Uh, Um, do you have something I want, right? So it's all about likes, dislikes, using the past experience to understand today and all of that stuff. The right hemisphere is much more about connection, the relationship between us, right? You and me versus you versus me, which is the left hemisphere. Okay. Most people, when they have a sales conversation, they use the wrong hemisphere. They try to have a sales conversation in the friendship lane, I'm going to call it. That's the right hemisphere of the brain, okay? What we need to do as salespeople is we need to metaphorically walk a person over, because when you're in a sales conversation with somebody else, their left hemisphere is firing on all cylinders, what does this person want, okay? They're looking at it very transactionally. You're Mm -hmm. here as the salesperson in the friendship lane trying to be friends with this person, okay? Okay, what you need to do is walk both of you from the friendship lane to the market lane, the market Mm -hmm. lane being the left hemisphere. It sounds something like this initially at the beginning of of a conversation. Hey, I'd like to talk to you about product XYZ and I would like to see if you're interested in it. Can I give, can you give me 20 minutes to present this to you? At the end of Mm -hmm. that 20 minutes, I will ask you if you'll be in one of two places. You will either say, no, I'm not interested or yes, tell me next steps. Either way is okay with me. Are you okay with that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Basically what I've done is I've just walked you from the right hemisphere of your brain to the left hemisphere of your brain. I've just set it up so that from now on in, there is something transactional that we are going to determine together. Okay are you following so far jason yeah so sense? I,
0: let me let me take a step back so the way yes. i always look and feel is we have a thing called the mirror neurons which is in the frontal lobe of the brain where people can actually respond and people can jump into their world based on a quick and easy um way to build trust respect but also a very quick metaphor narrative so they jump into the the same world so mm-hmm. they get something very quickly so it's uh oh bang I've got what you what you're actually saying that's how I would interpret what you're saying it's using people's beliefs their values but also creating some sort of metaphor narrative so they get things very quickly they can jump into a rapport structure which is like the mirror neurons in in the brain of how, they would see it and how you can get them to be sort of empathy. Is it empathy, empathetic? So they resonate with what you're saying in your linguistic, your language. So you can build in that instant connection very quickly. That's how I would see it.
1: Yeah, um, I think we're kind of on the same page, but I might be wearing it just slightly differently. Um, Yeah what i suggest people do in a sales conversation is make sure initially that the person knows that it's going they are going to have a choice at the end and that choice is going to be theirs right okay yeah and the reason that we do that is because um there are actually jason two different uh, moral codes that a human being navigates now okay yeah one is the friendship code and one is the transactional code okay yeah. Yeah. so in the transactional code there's a lot of suspicion <laughs> Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah <laughs> every, there every is, person
1: yeah. every person on this planet has bought something they have regretted Every single yeah. person, and that's what you're speaking into as soon as you open your mouth and say the word sales. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, they People immediately get, uh, have their hit. guard up. It, Boom, yeah, no one likes the word sales, no one yeah. likes it.
1: That's how right. can I be exactly.
0: better value to you, or how can I serve you better, or something that's like right. that. It sounds a lot better because the word sales is like instant block.
1: Instant block. Yes, yes. Why? Because everybody, as I said, has something they regret by. Yeah, and it's yeah. that that comes immediately to mind. That pattern that they created in their brain when they made that choice and regretted something is what's first and foremost. I cannot do that again, is what the brain is yeah, thinking. Yeah. right? And that goes so into your belief Christian.
0: structures as well, That's doesn't right. it? And that goes into your values as well, because you build these belief structures and values up over a time. I don't want to fall into that trap with that thing that I had before or something that I bought before in the past. So exactly. you recall call uh, something uh, uh, that sometimes it's the deletion, distortion and generalization of stuff that had happened might not have happened in the way that you thought it, but it, it happened, but that's, that builds up into your sort of unconscious brain.
1: Exactly. You got it. You got it. And it's that pattern created in the past. Yeah that is speaking to you as a salesperson. Yeah. It is not about you, it's not personal. Yeah. See, the thing that most people do is they take that personally and they think, oh gosh, there's something wrong with me or I should have said it differently, right? And then, No, once you realize, oh yeah, 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 I'm just speaking to somebody who's regretting something from their past, nothing to do with what you're selling today, it's much easier to walk them over to that market lane and explain to them that they'll have a choice
0: yeah it's so also making people feel a lot more comfortable mm-hmm. with that so the question that i'm thinking of uh, i i know we discussed this uh before steering the ship into a slightly different direction is leadership and sales uh, sales you got sales people and they're first getting into sales and it's uh, probably feeling uh unconfident, and then getting competent and changing the way that you think and the way that you do. But all of this managers now and leadership, especially in tech at the moment, there's a lot of stress going on, a lot of things uh, that are pulling them down, but they are still operating in this ship. And I've heard it from lots of sales leaders uh, over the last while, especially with uh, uh, layoffs and redundancy, but there's still that high level of stress. How can we work with people in a better way? And work with these managers, or if there's a different process, lots of different questions that I'm asking myself at the same time. And I do apologize. about Adele, uh, Because um, is there a better way to get in people to just feel a lot more relaxed about what they are? Obviously, they got the uh, fight, flight or freeze mechanism kicking in. All the time which does cause a lot of stress and uh cortisol kicking into the brain but how can we just calm them down so they could be a little bit more productive
1: yeah that's a great question um we live in a left brain world we we, we have over educated over prioritized our left hemisphere to the point where it's now the dominant hemisphere and yeah. the left hemisphere of our brain um it it operates very differently than our right hemisphere. In our right hemisphere, there is very little stress. And so when we bridge the connection to our right hemisphere and allow the left hemisphere to be in communication with it more, um, the stress levels just naturally come down, okay? So again, if anybody is struggling with anxiety or stress or anything like that, I do recommend that you get my book and apply the technique that you're gonna learn in there because that will bring your stress level down. It will have you in communication with your right hemisphere and you will feel peace, internal peace, okay? But then the question you're asking, Jason, is, well, how do we lead people like that, okay? Yeah. The best thing to do is to see stress as a brain pattern. Most people, when they think they're in a stressful situation, they will look out here at the situation and they will think that this environment out here is generating the stress internally in them, okay? As leaders, it's really important that we know how the brain works. Here is your brain. It's in a dark, silent room called a skull. There is Mm -hmm. nothing in here but electrical impulses there's no sound, there's no touch, there's no taste, there's nothing in here, but these electrical impulses that are flying all over the place down these channels. Okay. As soon as you know that you know that the source of stress is actually not out here. Okay, just give me a nod if I'm making sense. Yeah, yeah. we have to have a neural pathway in our brain that experiences stress in order for us to find this to be stressful. When a leader knows that, it's much easier to talk to the person in a way that helps and supports them in understanding how to be free of that stress. It's like, yeah, I get it. Like, this feels really stressful right now. And I agree. It feels really stressful. Let's help Mm. you build resilience. An emotional intelligence, emotional um, connection to yourself so that you can better deal with that stress rather than changing the situation. Leaders today are too busy changing out here, but it's not changing anything inside the person, right? And you can see this in all of the top companies. I mean, you know, Google and Microsoft and all of those, they're trying to set up the environment to bring about stress, thus. (laughs)
0: ness
1: <laughs> right yeah, A yeah more stress less stress and it's just not working like people yeah. are just more and more stressed why because they have patterns in their brain that are stressed out
0: mm. yeah there is and the more that you step into that situation because we know the cortisol and fight flight or freeze is here to protect us modern way of thinking and doing it's, it's bringing too much anxiety because we're thinking about the situation. The more you think That's about it. the situation, it's like saying to your kid, don't run. And what do they do? They run. But if you say to the similar things to yourself is um, I'm not stressed. This is I can deal with the situation. You, you, you're reprogramming it inside your brain. So it's um, changing I'm- how we think and feel about a certain situation. But it doesn't happen straight away.
1: i'm gonna if you don't that
0: situation and make it make make sure that we can overcome it or deal with it
1: yeah so one of the things that we're taught is if we're feeling stressed tell ourselves we're not stressed yeah and frankly it adds more stress (laughs) okay absolutely why why because you're feeling something and now you're trying to squash that down, but the body won't be squashed that easily. It's going to have its say. So how do we get through this? The best thing to do is instead of trying to turn it off, turn towards it and feel it. Okay, and Mm -hmm. drop below the level of mind, the mind is a closed system. And every thought that it has is becomes more sensory data, which feeds back into the stress. Okay, so everything you're thinking, I want you to think of your mind as a circle, And every thought you have feeds more of the stress, more of the emotion, which feeds back into another thought, which feeds more stress, more emotion. If you tell yourself, don't feel that, you're actually adding to your stress because your body's feeling it. And now you're saying, don't feel it. Okay. And around and around, you're going, building this stress. So what do we do? Stop this circle. Know that the mind is a closed system and that every thought you're having is just feeding it. So turn towards the body. The body is your now experience. It's it's always here now in this moment. Mm -hmm. So feel it all the way through. So it'll take four to six seconds if you do it correctly. Okay. Just turn towards and find the sensations of stress in the body. And when you feel those sensations of stress, and it'll be flickering, for example, or tension or tightness, just allow the mind to come in behind those feelings and just follow them. And you'll yeah. watch your stress come all the way down, okay? And then um, it, you'll be free. You'll you, For that moment, you'll be out of that stress, okay? The other way you can do it is stop believing your mind and start instead just to listen to your mind, mm. okay? So just sit back and be a witness to your own thoughts. And the easiest way to do this, guys, is slow each word down. Okay. So when your mind's thinking, it'll be thinking really fast because it'll be following that stress and going as fast as the stress is going. Slow each sentence down and listen to the silence between each word. And you'll, either one of those two things will bring that stress level right down. And now you're in a position to now speak more positively to yourself if that works for you. However, be careful. If it builds more stress, don't do it. Just, yeah, just let it go.
0: It's like a meditative state, but it's also being. Who you are. And slowing things right down and being in the present, being in the now uh, exit polls behind me, but uh, I think there's a little bit more than that. It's really resonating with who you are. I think once you understand and you probably take yourself almost like holistically taking yourself out the situation, then you can reflectively look back into yourself and go. Hang on. It's just a thought in time. I can deal with this. I can cope with this. I can do something a little bit, but it's just taking yourself out and going. well, let me look at this uh, from an objective point of view.
1: Yeah. um, Well, what I just gave everybody was just a very quick way to reduce the stress, but it won't remove the stress. Okay. to do that, you need to repattern the brain. to do that you need to change those neural pathways that responding with anxiety and with stress and with panic and whatever it is that you your experience of stress is okay so yeah there are there's different ways to address stress meditation i i meditated for 20 years before i learned how to repattern my brain it Mm -hmm. allowed me to not feel stress when i was in meditation but it didn't help me after. Okay. So yeah. during the times of meditation, I was quite peaceful, quite calm, quite relaxed, but I would have panic attacks every single day regardless. Okay. Right. So um, now I never have a panic attack. Now I rarely ever feel stressed out. And it's because I've repatterned the pattern that was causing the stress. So taking in stages, yeah, there are little things you can do to support yourself, but you know, we live in a world that tells us that if, if it works for one person, it should work for everybody. And that's just yeah. not true. You're an individual. You're
0: absolutely right. You're absolutely yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah and you know and i fell into that mistake thinking oh gosh you know here i am a meditation facilitator here i am meditating every day for hours why am i still stressed out again beating myself up right so mm-hmm. yeah so be gentle with yourself it's just a pattern that's how i like to word it it's a pattern in your brain and it can be changed it can be upgraded and once it is you won't be stressed anymore
0: i suppose it's like uh taking a chip out of your brain yeah that is gone bad and getting a new chip in there, which has been upgraded. So it's just rewiring your brain and making yourself think in a slightly different way, as we say, neuro patterning or, um, so I always like to ask this, if you were interviewing you, what sort of questions would you ask you?
1: Oh, What a great question. Oh, I love this. What questions would I ask me? Um, well i would start or i did start when i started asking when i started down this path to understand my brain one of the first questions i asked myself is why am i quitting why am i having panic attacks and why am i beating myself up okay but i didn't ask it to I, I used an inquiry not a question so your mind is used to answering questions and it will answer them in all the usual ways oh you're panicking because you are somebody who is has high anxiety so instead of that here's what i suggest you do inquire and then drop into the body and feel your way through the answer don't think your way through the answer just feel your way through the answer so what would i ask myself today um Sorry, ask your question again, Jason. What would I ask myself today? If I was
0: interviewing I'm, you, if I was interviewing myself you? right now, what's the okay. better question? So, think of a question that you would ask yourself today and what answer I it. Ask
1: myself today. Um, what's the next steps on the journey? Where are we going?
0: So, <laughs> what are the next steps on the journey, and where are you going?
1: Well, I think collectively we are heading more now into understanding our brain very differently. I think today neuroscience is finally catching up with what the great masters, spiritual masters of the past have been trying to tell us for a long time. And it's really exciting, this field of neuroscience and what's coming out of it. So I think finally, science and spirituality are going to meet. and how it's going to come about is by understanding the brain and understanding how to get to a whole brain experience versus our left brain world. So to me, that's where we're heading. Um, Are we going to make it a gentle transition? It doesn't look like it, frankly. It looks like we're gonna go through a little bit more volatility before we get there.
0: I love the areas of neuroscience. Um, And there is a better, it's getting closer But i don't think we're there quite yet Uh, yet. so a little bit more to go yeah Uh, adele uh you've been absolutely phenomenal thank you so much for today um how can people find out more about you
1: well if you're interested in getting a copy free copy of my book please go to shift4steps.com so that's the number four so shift s-h-i-f-t number four steps sdeps.com, And you can get a free copy of my book. You can get some free training in there if you're not a book reader. Um, there's free video in there as well. Or if you want to learn more about me, you can just go to adellespragon.com. So my name is... I Del- did
0: find your book on adellespragon.com as well. So you can yes. find it on there for the Audible uh, listeners at the moment, uh, uh I found the resources on there. So I downloaded the book as well yet got to read it i read the first couple of uh, pages but uh, i'll read the rest of it uh, uh probably today or over the weekend so thank you so much for being uh, a guest today um, well, thank you you're
1: jason
0: you're more than welcome you're listening to the global sales leader podcast i'm your host jason cooper every week i speak to phenomenal guests from around the globe speaking about these interesting areas because they are fascinating. And what I want to do every week is help people learn, help people grow in what they do in sales, understanding that there's different ways and different methods to doing stuff. So thank you, Adele. And I'm sure we shall speak again. Love it. You are very welcome to the Global Sales Leader podcast. I'm your host Jason Cooper. Every week I speak to some phenomenal guests from around the world in the area of Global Sales Leader and we look at the air of coaching, psychology, technology, leadership and so much more. This week we're speaking to Adele Spraggan and we're talking about rewiring your brain for change for a new way to think about your cells and how to form a better more productive neuro pattern in your brain to deal with something which is new and interesting I, i'm always fascinated by behavior and behavior change so i think you're going to learn loads from this podcast